Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite Asian football podcast. That, about fun. the K-League, anyway. Uh, <laughs> before you added that disclaimer, that's a, that's a little bit of a controversial statement. <laughs> everyone's favourite K-League podcast, at least then, yeah. I'm sure everyone's favourite Asian football podcast <coughs> more listeners in its first week than we've had. In their whole time? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. But yeah, welcome to another edition of 48 Shades. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my my uh, my colleague, the, the straight man to my funny man, the tall man to my short man. Yeah, the straight man to your gay man. <laughs> Can we release that again? Um, Paul, how are you today? Cold. Cold? Why are you cold, Paul? Because uh, it's cold outside. No, the, uh, the president of Uzbekistan is visiting... Okay. When I was on my way here, he was obviously driving somewhere, so I had to wait ten minutes to cross the road while they fiddled about with the traffic lights. And okay. Okay. I see. I thought it was. I thought that was why the intro music was what it was because I thought that you had asked for a a, a winter jacket uh, for your last birthday, but you didn't get what you wanted. No, it was something completely different. Okay. So what did you not get that you wanted, then, Paul? Uh, uh, seven. Well. The ten goals that Saul would have needed to, in the end. <laughs> so this is talking about the fact that we, uh, as we previewed last week or discussed last week, that FC Saul needed to score something like uh, something in the region of eight goals more, Se- seven goals plus whatever Saul would have scored. <coughs> okay. Uh, did they manage anywhere near that? They managed three. They managed one more than Suwon scored, right? No. And they, yeah. No. No, they managed the same number, right? Okay. They the same number as Suwon. <laughs> okay. Did, I was you, did you watch the Seoul game? I watched the Suwon game. Ah. Um, I couldn't quite figure out if they were actually going for it to score seven goals because Seoul played like attack after attack after attack and if uh, Dan had actually had his scoring boots on I think they probably could have got well I assume it wouldn't have been an avalanche because at some point Chedi would have shot up shot yeah. but they definitely had more than seven clear-cut goal-scoring opportunities. Okay. You, know, you know in the UK now it's got this like XG expected goal stat. Yeah. Uh, I think if you look back and review how many goals Scott Sol should have scored based on the chance they created, like this is a, this is a chance you wouldn't normally expect Dan to bury. Mm-hmm. They would definitely have got seven, maybe eight goals. That's interesting because over the course of a full season, if you did that stat for Songnam, you'd probably get around six for a six, full season. Six, six less than they've got, or just six total. <laughs> just six in total. <laughs> six, six actual clear cut chances that weren't penalties across the course of a season, yeah? I think that they are missed a hat trick of open, ch- like open goals in just in the first half. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I read, yeah. Uh, as I said, I was watching uh, the Santos show as, a, as it would go on to become later on. Yeah. Uh, there's also, I didn't get what I wanted either, uh, in the fact that I wanted a, a Sangju victory at Incheon on the, on, on the last day. Yeah. Uh, I even went there dressed in black with my Songnam scarf on because there was three Songnam players playing for Sangju. Yeah. Might explain why we didn't, or why they didn't beat Incheon, I guess. So, did you see. Uh, must have been Incheon's second goal, I think. I did indeed. To see the terrible, terrible defending that went into. Uh, I did indeed. Where he tackled his own player. <laughs> and I'm not going to comment on which team he will be returning to next season. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. I guess we'll get to that when we do our our reviews. But it was the best comical football moment. I've seen in a long, long time. But you are getting something you want, right? Extra Songnam games, potentially. We are indeed, and then we'll, we'll get to that now. Let's do, let's deal with that now. Okay, so, we're, so this is a, a report that that you sent about. There's a, a competition. There's like the Kyungi Cup. The Kyungi Cup between teams located in Kyungido, which are run by their respective city halls. Okay, so it's Songnam versus Songnam. Songnam. Suwon FC. Don't tell me, let me try and guess who they are. Six, six teams. Okay, Songnam. Yep. Suwon FC. No. But they're in Gyeonggi, though. But they're... They're a citizen club. But they were excluded, I think. Okay. Let's, let's go, maybe come back to that one in a minute. Okay, Enchon United. No. But they're in Gyeonggi, though, and they're a citizen club. Okay, let's keep... I, at that point, I'm going to say, I don't know. I'm going to say, Chonju, Hwasong. No. Okay, I have no idea who the six clubs are then. Songnam. Songnam. Anyang. Of course, Anyang. Puchon. Puchon and Gyeonggi? Oh, yeah, I guess that was around that corner, right? Uh, Asan. No, okay. no, As- uh, Ansan, sorry. Ansan. Yeah. Puchon. Puchon, of course, yeah, yeah, Puchon would be it. And someone else. So I guess what they did was they looked at teams that have beaten or are capable of beating Songnam 
<laughs> and then we said you can join let me just look up quickly what it, okay. the exact six were and so the idea of this is that it's being played when Paul? Uh, in a couple of weeks time uh, is it on my season ticket? no information about that okay uh, will you be attending? sorry I just opened up so I just opened up Twitter and saw a headline saying what it actually says is Pahang withdraw from next year's AFC Cup and what I read it as was Pahang withdraw from next year's, next year's ACL and you thought that FC Sophia had to getting in even though Pahang finished in the end in the league or something right it's yeah. amazing what your eyes can see when they were <laughs> <laughs> okay so the Youngie Cup um, obviously uh, I'll be excited about, about, about that it's going to be bloody cold to be going and attending games in December though it is not so good okay <coughs> hopefully Sonam can win something this season and bring a bit of silverware okay um, you feeling confident but I would feel confident I would feel more confident if you could tell me who the sixth team was okay right it's just loading right the six <laughs> teams are as I mentioned uh, Anyang Puchon <coughs> Songnam mm-hmm. Anyang Ansan uh, Puchon uh, so on yeah you are right yeah so, so on FC okay so it means that uh, I guess there's teams that are not in the classic Actually, I don't know if Incheon are regarded as a citizen club or not I've never really been able to figure that one out I don't think they actually are right I think Incheon are regarded as Chibol owned right but I don't know who owns them but I don't know if they are a citizen club if anyone can tell us then please log on to or tweet us and let us know but I I remember a few years ago um, there was talk of them being I remember that at at the time there was protests against the mayor of Incheon for running the club like the mafia which is why I think they are a citizen club but I'm not fully convinced Okay. All kicks off on the second of December, apparently. Second of December, which is next Saturday. Yep, and I have the Seoul CSC Christmas uh, Everest Indian Curry Fest that night. Need need be rearranging that now. <laughs> Should wait for the official uh, details of where, when, I mean, and where it's going to be. Check it out. I'll probably end up winning a couple of games, no matter where they are. I guess if I can extend my footballing. My, my football watching for another couple of days and I will okay okay sweet okay so yep confident uh, soon FC will win it that's my prediction for the cup I assume since it's a really minor tournament there'll be a really massive trophy attached to it uh, probably yeah like three three metres tall and lots and lots of handles ribbons and bells and whistles that's generally what happens right the, big, the bigger the trophy the more the, the, the less important the tournament yep. right seems to be speaking of less important tournaments um, how did the Keighley Classic finish in the last day what were the final results uh, this, this start with the Saturday games right because they were the games that actually did matter so I went to the uh, Incheon game as I said on, on the Saturday uh, that was Incheon Sanctuary the kind of game that, that mattered most I guess um, started off pretty, it was really cold it was like really cold but it started off really well they both teams attacking the both teams kind of really looked up for it I, I watched this too sort of on and off had it on in the background and it, it was the first half was quite even both teams knowing that they needed to win and they're both going for it right yeah yeah I mean both teams had to win because uh, they, they all eyes were well all other eyes were on what was happening down in Daegu with the Jordan game um, so yeah it was a good game uh, a good first half just before half time uh, the Sanju captain Yorum was sent off for a a straight red card for, for what was deemed to be a two-footed challenge I was sitting <coughs> kind of like directly in line with it kind of just just down from the halfway line um, it was a stupid silly challenge but a bit rash but I, I'm still not convinced it was actually a red card like a straight red card yeah it was I think it looked a little bit worse than it was yeah at the time I did actually tweet you know ridiculous challenge but was it a red card uh, it was quickly answered by Modern Soul and Inchon Luke who both said yes definitely Modern Soul including some photographs but as they're both Inchon fans oh can I take that with a pinch of salt <laughs> uh, still not really convinced it was, a, it was as bad as it initially looked anyway obviously that must have hit Songnam because second half started Inchon came out to the sound of Terminator or Gladiator whatever, one, whatever movie they came out to uh, and within 6-7 minutes uh, Moon Son Min 
opened the scoring with quite literally the most incredible goal you're ever going to see in the history of football so he picks the ball up at the edge of the box and cuts inside and there's a defender tracking him but when I say tracking him uh, he kind of decides not to bother even remotely tracking him right uh, then there's a defender so there's three defenders in this whole like three sides of defenders in this whole uh, collapse of or calamity I should say so he cuts inside the first guy just stops running defender number two chases him and is kind of like trying to track him but it's pretty far behind him and I think it's MGMN who decides he's going to just like try and lunge in and at the very least bring Moon down uh, he does result in bringing someone down <laughs> uh, but unfortunately he brings down his own player so you've got literally one signed defender who's turned away and can't be bothered two that are now lying on the deck uh, and Moon cracks the ball off the crossbar and into the net um, not really into the net. Didn't actually. Touch well, didn't actually touch the net. <laughs> yeah, okay. Off the crossbar and behind the goal line. Um, I, I guess the linesman reckoned it was it was uh, clearly enough over because I, I don't think I went far. Um, but they, I think this is what VAR is ruined because the Edinburgh players started celebrating, the fans celebrated, everyone stopped, looked. And then everyone celebrated again. So I don't think it was quick, it was quick enough to have gone to VAR. So I think the linesman just kind of said, "Yeah, it was a go." And luckily it was. And luckily it was, yeah. So, so that was one now. <coughs> Sandu never really recovered from that, and uh, it, it was only uh, maybe five, ten minutes later, uh, maximum ten minutes, that uh, Kim Do Hyuk um, scored scored his uh, his uh, inch on the second. Uh, again, I think it was Moon who slipped the ball through him and he cracked it from distance uh, not going to say it was an unstoppable thunderbolt but yeah it was a pretty decent little pace strike 2-0 uh, that was it 2-0 that was kind of over um, Sandro never really looked like getting back into it after that and then Sean could have probably made it 3 or 4 uh, those two goals were enough to mean that or that sorry that victory was enough to mean that it didn't matter what happened with uh, John Am down in, in, in Daegu which I guess for John fans was good because <laughs> they were they were too busy uh, losing there. Yeah. yeah. So they lost one 0 uh, to to Daegu. Uh, but yeah, they've survived courtesy of scoring more goals. Scoring more goals, yeah. And um, the goal there that was first uh, second half, maybe through the second half, and that was scored by John Chung Chow who gave who gave Daegu Daegu the 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 three points. And from what I can see in terms of stats and so on, I think, yeah, perfectly deserved, I think, yeah. And in the other game? If we could just, just jump in there quickly, like, the game's so far yeah. uh, between these teams, right? Yeah. So, uh, the, the, between Daegu and Jonam, the first game was 1-0 to Daegu, but the second game was 4-1 to Daegu in Jonam. The next game was 4-3 to Jonam. In Jonam, yeah. and then our final one now to Daegu. So they've been some pretty decent, decent games by the relatively decent games, yeah. And then the final game uh, was uh, Pohang and Guangzhou. Well, I should say Guangzhou and Pohang. The game that I'm again decided it wasn't worth as well staying around for. Which which we'd uh, kind of speculated about last week on the podcast, yeah. right? And so. He terminated his contract and didn't bother coming back after the yeah. international break. Yeah, and didn't bother coming to say goodbye to his friends or anything. So he wouldn't have got a Santos-esque farewell at Incheon Airport, I don't think. Unless <laughs> um, they were actually clapping and begging to get on the plane. Uh, I think you would struggle to say that was anything other than a disaster. Um, now, again, and, and the game is uh, Pohang won 4 0. Um, Goals from Kim Sung Bae, Shim Dong Un, and Yang Dong Hyung, and eventually the last one, uh, an own goal by Park Dong Jin. So, Guangzhou end miserably, and to be perfectly honest, I would I predict a, a, a future of challenge games for them for the next couple of years. I don't think they're going to pose any threat next year coming back up. I think their big loss was when they sold. Uh, the Patriot to gang one I think it's really obvious that he was the guy who kind of kept him up last season yeah uh, interestingly I did see a report I don't know if you saw anything about this but I saw a, a report with comments from Kim Hackbum yeah uh, not quite sure what, what was happening I don't know if he's resigned or not but uh, quit is he not I, th- I think he's quit right yeah uh, it was actually on the K-League French 
to handle and my French is worse than my Korean um, <laughs> if that's possible um, so but I'm assuming that he's he, he's quit yeah which probably means he's a surefire bet for the Solomon manager next year when we sack Park halfway through the season <laughs> okay so anything else to add about the the bottom of the table um no not really any I mean uh, but apart from maybe Daegu's position like any surpri- any other surprises were you surprised to see Pohang in 7th granted they finished 3 points higher than Gang 1 but anyway they've done this to death were you so surprised that they've spent 2 years now in the, in, in the bottom 6 if you look at it from a historic point of view I'm surprised to see Pohang down there but if you look at the, the teams that were in the top 6 yeah. then no yeah I would, that, that, I, that's what I would agree with I think Pohang's name is more is is bigger than their actual um, you know the, 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 their reputation is bigger than their club right now right the, the racing song to from the Accrington Stanley of uh, the K League I don't know what that means um, <coughs> but anyway yeah I mean last year I think I mean obviously Pohang and, and, and Suwon were in the bottom six uh, because the Sangu was in the top but yeah this year looking at the teams above them can't really see a team that Pohang should have displaced ok so we alluded that you didn't get your um, your 7 plus Suwon goals no uh, did you go to the game? I did ok can you talk us through it how was it? was it a rip roaring keep you hot uh, 90 minutes of action if Seoul played like that every week I wouldn't have any problems with Pohang sticking around okay. um, they pretty much attack from the off <coughs> Uh, they scored three, although they conceded two. Yep. Uh, but they had far, far more chances than that. The, the score doesn't tell the whole story. I mean, Dayan had a couple of free headers which he somehow contrived to put over. Uh, in the second half, he had a, a free shot at goal from within the six-yard box and somehow managed to put it wide. He, he was just lost at sea. He did get a goal in the end, but you got to go to. to Confirm him as the second top goal scorer in, in, in the league, I believe, right? Uh, oh, sorry, that was before Yang Dongjun scored a goal, which we're going to talk about later because you're going to talk about that in terms of yeah. the top six and bottom six split and how those figures. So, Seoul took the lead after about 20 minutes. Lee Myung Ju's curling a beauty yep. into the top corner. Two uh, minutes later? Uh, Two minutes later it was one each or something no, like that? Right? 15 minutes later okay. it was one each. On Twitter they seemed to be really quick. Yeah. What, what happened was that, um, I forget which Cheju player it was, but one of the Cheju players took Unilock out. So he had to go off the pitch to get banded. Where did he go? Huh? Where did he go? <laughs> off the pitch to get banded. Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> so Unilock was off the pitch. Sol attacked from the free kick that they got from that. And one of the Cheju defenders took Dayan out, so he was lying on the, the ground holding his head. But Cheju just went down the other end and scored mm. against the nine men of Seoul. Okay. So, a bit unhappy about that. When you say Dayan was lying on the ground holding his head, was he holding his head with his left hand while his right hand was up trying to get a yellow card? Or like, was it the other way round? <laughs> it was neither, you smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Went in at 1-0 at half time. Yep. Come the second half, 10 minutes in, Koyuan put Seoul 2-1 up before Cheju equalised a couple of minutes later. That one was a couple of minutes later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, probably Yang Anbin's first mistake of the season. He, mm, yeah. he uh, came out to try and intercept something but uh, got, got it horribly wrong. The, the Cheju striker beat him to the ball, took it past him and put it in the internet. Uh, and then 10 minutes after that, Dayan scored on a breakaway or thought he'd scored that went to VAR uh, for a possible offside but the referee ended up holding it okay. despite the fact that on the replay it looked well offside to me <laughs> yeah, yes I've been reading as well yeah. but who am I to argue with him ok so was that 3-2 that's the way it finished Yeah. not enough but happy way to end the season good way to end the season good game to end the season with that's it yeah but it's going to leave me with a, a slightly more positive feeling than I should have based okay. on the whole season and it, it strengthens Huang's position right yeah in terms of staying oh he's going to stay anyway I don't think there's anyone else to replace him yeah so okay. af- after the game finished um, 
the you know normally after soul games they do like a high five right where they yeah. put three men of the match and three men of the match and take them out the front of the stadium and let people yeah. 100 people or so high five them so they gathered all the the, the match day squad for that day and the V girls on the side of the pitch in front of the dugouts and they let anyone in the stadium who wanted to go down and high five them Brilliant. so so how many people went down well the four or five <laughs> the total um, crowd that day was about 10,000 I'm not sure how many but I guess several thousand went down to high five them so how did I mean Dan's hand must be really sore right I mean he's been up and down it all game anyway and then he has the high five 7,000 people <laughs> it was it was, it was poor and those poor V girls right because they were probably getting double high five if you know what I mean it was uh, surprising the, the different attitude between the players so Dan was like well up for it and he was he, like because by the time I got down there pretend <laughs> you don't pretend you actually went down oh my god I'm so glad I didn't go by the time I got down there he'd, ob- he'd obviously done most of the most of the people that wanted to mm-hmm. but he was still very enthusiastic and smiling and saying hi to people and I asked him if he'd be around next season and he said maybe so as you said do you fancy being a co-host on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> Some of the other players were a bit disinterested. Some of them were a bit embarrassed. The Koreans? Yeah. yeah. I mean, culture, I can imagine. But they're doing that. <laughs> High five, they put they kind of cover their face. Right. They're pulling their tops up and stuff like that, looking away from the camera. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, the V girls were <laughs> a little bit disappointing, <laughs> The V girls were, were too busy wondering where the Phantom is. <laughs> where is he? He's been, he's, he's been perfectly honest for three years. So, yeah. Okay, uh, okay, sweet. Okay. So while that was happening, <coughs> you were watching another game, apparently. Yeah, I was watching uh, yeah, the John Book uh, Suwon game, um, which was actually a brilliant game. Um, my The wife had uh, been out the previous night with some of her friends and was a little bit uh, worse for wear, a, a little bit uh, tender, let's say. Um, yeah, sorry for that. Yeah, so uh, the next day, um, she lay on the sofa watching the second half. Uh, as I drank a couple of beers, must have heard discussed. Um, yeah, that was a great game. Uh, we'll go through it really quickly. Um, Young Gihun opened the scoring with a, a trademark world class free kick. Uh, called it over the wall, goalkeeper no chance. Uh, the Subban fans were still busy trying to do their Spanish Korean version of. Uh, C. Kyle. Whatever it was, C. Kyle. Whatever that song is, this like Dispatchio, right? When uh, the rather rotund Edu, I can say that now because he's left Korea, because yeah. uh, he, he's looking to look for me and try and kill me, uh, who's officially retired from football end of an era with, with these, these two teams right you could technically say that Edu looked as if he'd retired from football several months ago but anyway uh, he, he turned really quickly in the box uh, ball fell to him turned quickly uh, slipped it easily beyond Shinhwa uh, Young I want to say uh, made it one each um, the last the, the, the lead for Suwon lasted two minutes and then just before half time Lee dong scored his 201st goal for the club uh, for in the K-League sorry um, kind of ran down the left wing the ball was swung over to him and uh, depending on whose Twitter feed you read he either volleyed it or it was deflected off the Suwon defender over the top of the goalkeeper I assume the second I'm going with the second because I've watched it uh, no offence meant Matty but that wasn't a lob chief <laughs> um, he, he kind of hit it and it hit the Suwon defender's knee and kind of lobbed loop. it was a loop rather than a lob looped, looped, over, looped over the goalkeeper yeah and in the back of the net 2-1 half time John Book looked home and dry uh, Jonathan was having another game of like frustration uh everyone attacking and not passing to him yeah. uh, I think he was so busy already rehearsing his uh, MVP speech <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to in a minute um, and yeah uh, he got booked actually in the second half um, Santos came on um, with like what was he, 15 minutes left or something and it became the Santos show uh, as he scored two goals uh, one was an utter cracker but the, the, the first one he beat the offside trap I went to VAR but there was never any chance I mean he was clearly onside uh, sprinted forward knocked it past the keeper second one he picked the ball up um, about 30 yards out and volleyed it right in the I know you can't pick up and volley but you know what I mean uh, volleyed it right in the top corner curling over over everyone in, 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 the, in the top corner absolutely brilliant goal 
John Book then threw everything at them, uh, including the rookie. We came on previously, actually, but uh, prior to that, and yeah, should have should have scored at three at least. Uh, Lopez came on. Uh, I think Lopez came on at two one, but he missed a couple of chances. The rookie missed a chance. Uh, I think they hit the bar with one. Um, and yeah, the, the, the game finally petered out and ended up John Book 2 2 1 3. Uh, it was a great, I mean, it sounds like the Jeju, the Seoul Jeju game was great as well, so, you know, a great day of K League football to end, to be honest. At the same time as that, uh, Osan were obviously playing in their last game down in Daiwan, uh, and they won that 2 1. Uh, they were guaranteed ACL football. Uh, up until the Santos show started and now they have to win the FA Cup to get the ACL spot yeah? and I hope they bloody lose it so do I uh, it should be noted that it should be noted that, that some people have actually d- said the the ACL spots have been confirmed uh, Suwon are obviously in the ACL in terms of they're in the playoff yeah uh, they're not in the ACL groups. I think we should not tweet that here. Here are the four Korean ACL teams because you know Suwon could lose to Hanoi TNT. But yeah, um, so the teams who could be representing Korea in ACL are Jongbuk as champions, Jeju as second, and Suwon in the playoffs with Ulsan or Pusan uh, going to be the other team that makes it up. Interestingly, uh, I thought it was quite funny. But there was a conversation started on, on, on Twitter about who would you like to get. Uh, I think it was between a couple of guys. I know Scotty Blue Wings was involved. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I can tell you right now who you're going to get because the way the ACL works. Yeah. It's like <coughs> everyone knows who plays who, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like. Ulsan, if they win, will play the, the Thai champions, uh, the Japanese cup winners and whatever, right? There, there's one decision to be made, right? Yeah. Is it whether whether Group E is the Korean champions yeah. or the Japanese champions? Yeah, and, and that's Everything it. else just falls into place. Falls into place, like dominoes so, after that. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So, if, uh, Scotty, if you win over your travelling, just look at who um, Ulsan played this year, right? I, who did they play this year? Yeah, they qualified after beating Hanoi TNT, maybe? But I think this year, because after the last round of, I saw on Twitter, I'm not 100% sure, but after the last round of international games, Hong Kong screwed up, so they now fall below Vietnam, which ah, means okay. Hong Kong lose their group place in the ACL, and they'll be back in the playoffs. So okay, so they could play Eastern? So they'll play there. whoever won the, the Hong Kong League, okay. I guess. Okay, we did allude a little bit there, but we mentioned the, the playoffs a couple of times there. Um, so I guess the next game in re- review was the playoff final first leg down in, Pus- down in Pusan in the Gudok. Um, that was, well, I guess we should say that Pusan won the beat Asan, but I think that was a, a sure in anyway, right? They beat Asan at the weekend. The weekend quite heavily, right? 3 0? Uh, I stopped looking at after two when it was confirmed that they were through. Um, oh, I want to say it was 3 0. So, beating Asan meant that they played Sangju uh, down there. So, the first leg in Pusan, the second leg uh, going to be in Sangju. Yep. Uh, that game finished, the first leg finished 1 0 to the army, 1 0 to Sangju. Although, quite how it finished 1 0 was beyond most people. Uh, Pusan hit the post twice. Bar once, the keeper made like, three world class saves. Uh, Pusan should have won that game easily. I watched it in a Galbi restaurant, the Phantom. Uh, by the time we turned on the TV, it was 1 0 to Sangju. Should be noted that, uh, yeah. Um, the Sangju captain who got sent off against Incheon was the man who scored the decisive or the only goal of that game <coughs> so you're going to ask me why right I'm going to ask you why um, I already have an idea why but I'm going to ask you why different competition yep that's utterly ridiculous or red card rescinded there's no way it was rescinded because I, I don't think the appeal process in Korea works anywhere near that quick you've been in Korea for long enough to know nothing in Korea goes that quick it must be a different competition which means that he'll get a two-match ban for whoever he's playing for at the beginning of next season. Do you want me to ask? Yeah, I'd be lovely to ask him that's done next week. Well, well, I might be able to get an answer. So, so well, that was that. Before the end of the podcast, let me see. So, Paul, who's your winners and losers this week? Um, just before we get on to that, mm-hmm. okay, no, this will work, my, my winners. Global K-League fans. 
Okay, did it, was it good? So this is the fact that the K-League trialled uh, a global global broadcast of Pusan versus Sangju In high definition In high definition, right? Not, not geoblock, so not relying on illegal streams and things like that So I know a few people who watched it mm-hmm. What they said was the quality of the picture was very, very good There was no lagging or buffering, so it seemed to work quite well the only problem was that it was running about a minute delay yeah. from at what? So if you were sitting watching NBC Sports 2 and you had the global broadcast on at the same time then it was running like a minute or two behind it, right? Yeah, so, and the whole thing where your, your phone buzzes to let you yeah. know it's been a goal and then what? And then yeah, so there's nothing, I mean that's why, yeah, like if I'm watching Celtic games it drives me crazy because like, my phone will go, will buzz and it'll be like Danny being like, hey, 1 0, or something. I'm like, what? And then the next minute, the goal will be scored, yeah? Okay. Okay, so your winner is Global K League fans. Uh, do you want my winner, or do you want, my, or do you want your loser first? Um, just before that, let me just about, I asked my friend at the K League about the broadcast, the results of the broadcast. He said about 1,000 people logged on at some point to watch the game. Okay. Which I think is not bad for a game which would have been on in the daytime on the middle of the night in most places yeah. around the world of which about a third of those were in England or yeah. in the UK so that's good so that's good uh, as they said they're doing it on a trial basis for this week's uh, double playoff they weren't able to do any Cayley games this year because of the existing broadcasting contract but if it's successful for the playoffs uh, they'll consider doing it on more games for next year's K-League okay. so even if you aren't particularly in w- interested in watching uh Sangji versus Pusan on Saturday. Um, this weekend. This weekend, yeah. I would encourage you all to at least log in and uh, have a look so that they'll they'll think it's worthwhile doing for better games next year. Okay. Uh, who's your winner? Uh, my winner. Uh, my winner. My winner of the week, uh, really obvious and really simple. My winner of the week uh, is going to be Santos. Uh, not only did he score two goals in his final game for Suwon, uh, he was basically carried off the pitch as a hero, uh, guaranteeing them their um, ACL qualification spot for, for next year. And then he was taken to Incheon Airport uh, by Young Ki Hun yesterday. Uh, I think he's going to buy immigration. <laughs> <laughs> he got his visa checked. Um, and as he was getting ready to board, uh, a very emotional him and his wife, incredibly emotional wife actually as well, um, were clapped, high fived, and serenaded and sang uh, the whole way up uh, along Incheon Airport up to the uh, boarding, uh, up to immigration boarding gate. Um, we can say a lot about them, and I do. They're not my favourite fans in, in Korea, uh, but I'm sorry, there's, I, I'm not even going to take an argument from you. There's not any other set of fans in Korea that have made that effort to go against. There was literally a couple of hundred of them. They were there, there was banners, there was flags, they were singing his name, they gave him gifts. It was incredible to watch. Even me, as a non Suwon Blue Wings fan, was getting, getting a little bit emotional. Uh, watching the Instagram videos last night, I I urge you to check them out. Not you, Paul. You have no interest, but anyone who else who does have interest. I guess he must be uh, delayed from a, a, a middle of last century German immigrant. Um, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, they they do a lot of stuff that they deserve slammed for. Uh, but we do have to praise them for this. That that was an incredible um, send off. Do you, do you remember what they did for Dayan when he left? To, uh, to China No, two people turned up and gave my box of roses I have no idea First of all, they had a, a big farewell from They, they rented out a, a cinema in the middle of Seoul And they had like a Yeah, you did meeting. Okay, keep going uh, And then uh, I'm sure I know some people went out to the airport so yeah. to I, mean, I don't know how many but yeah. I mean, it was really impressive to watch And fair play to the fans doing that uh, He looked emotional uh, he's away. He's he's probably landing in Brazil. As people are listening to this podcast, well, probably by the time people listen to it, he's probably five years older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but whether or not he comes back to Korea, I would be stunned if another club doesn't take him up. Would uh, you I, take I, him at Sunday? No, hundred percent. I think take Edu at Sunday. No, Edu's retired. But if he hadn't retired, no, he was just released. I, I still wouldn't take Edu. I don't. The Edu of this. The edu of this incarnation 
as opposed to the one who who had the blonde hair just like a couple of years ago that chalk and cheese I don't know what he did in China I don't know if he got addicted to Jaja Young. I don't know but he's come back and he has never been anywhere near the player that left just like two years ago right um, but I would still take Santos at, at, at Songnam I think, he, I think he could perform a job at any team to be perfectly honest in the classic I'm really surprised speaking of Brazilians whom I would take in a heartbeat at clubs um, Jonathan well, obviously, but we'll get to Jonathan in a minute. But it was seen that Chikang He has confirmed that John Book Adam talks with Thiago, yep. uh, ex Songnam star, ex Pohang player, ex Songnam legend. Now he's released 13 goals in 18 games. Um, so that would be a huge, uh, a huge signing. I think I'm assuming Thiago would be brought in to replace Edu. And who's your loser of the week? My loser of the week is Integrity. Okay. Uh, maybe when you get an answer from from your friend, it won't be. But yeah, the answers come if you want to pause, so I can listen to. He sent me a, a voice note. So well, after, after listening to that, Paul, that confirms it. Then my loser of the week is uh, integrity. As it turns out that um, at the end of the K League season, all red cards and suspensions, bookings, disciplinary points are the slate is wiped clean. It's not all. Not all, but so if, if he was halfway through a suspension for say mm. serious violent conduct yeah. he, he wouldn't be available but, but the fact that he gets sent off in a, in a game and it's the final game of the season even though the playoff is the same tournament um, technically uh, it doesn't get carried on which also means it's not carried on till next year uh, I just sent him a note to, to okay. confirm that and I'll let you know in due so course I definitely, maybe integrity is not the correct word but my loser is definitely the fact that someone who is deemed to have committed a red card offence uh, on a Saturday in the final match should not be allowed to play and I think it's a disgrace not only was allowed to play he scored the goal that could in actual fact knock Poussin out of, of the Kerry any chance of the Kerry Classic yeah. but you wouldn't complain if he'd done that and then played in the FA Cup final same time period after right because it's a different competition I would agree that's a different competition it's not back home Actually, to be honest, back home, uh, the League Cup is different, but the FA Cup is not. But in Korea, yeah, I understand that it's a different competition. It's run by the whatever. Uh, but I do believe he should have been suspended for the playoffs. I think that's a disgrace. So my loser is, maybe it's not integrity, but it's the, the, that aspect of the game is my loser of the week. How about you? I'm going to go for Unilock. Okay. So he's been leading the... Uh the, the assist king charts for weeks and weeks and weeks he hasn't did uh, but it was snatched away from him most cruelly on the last weekend of the season Getting after, after Dayan missed an open goal supplied by Unilock but we won't go into that but anyway yeah the guy from Pohang uh, overtook him so and uh, someone wrote an interesting article about this saying that does the split should you incorporate the effects of the split when it comes to, to figuring out who's the, uh, the, 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 the golden boot and the assist king because I think it happened a couple of years ago that Kim Shinook playing for Ulsan they finished in the bottom six and he was the top scorer I guess for goal scorer it doesn't happen so much but the point is that um, up, to the, up to the date of round 33 you, you uh, Unilock was like four assists clear yeah. of this guy from Pohang but the guy from Pohang has been playing Guangzhou and Sangju and all the other crap teams so he's been racking up assists in these last five games whereas Unilock's got only one extra in, in these last five games playing against Chumbuk and Suwon and etc so uh, not, nothing I've ever nev never even occurred to me about yeah. that before but it's an interesting point, um, but you do have to take into account 33 games, but before that as well. So obviously the Pohang guy was still creating assists. I mean, he didn't create... Did they see at end of the season with 22 assists? Yeah. The Pohang guy didn't have 22 assists in his last six games, or his last five games, right? No, he has, so I think, five to one. Yeah, so they, I mean, so they're still across the season. that still evens itself out, but it's an interesting point. I think, you know, as we've discussed before, Pohang ended up with more points than Gangwon, but one position lower in the table. <coughs> now, that obviously, as we've discussed, is because Gangwon were playing against Jeju, John Book, Suwon, so 
whereas like Osan was pulling up in against cannon fodder basically right yeah uh, so I, I, I get that and that's things but it's a really interesting point I mean if there was money involved if there was really real prestige involved like for example I don't know MVP um, if there was actually real money involved then it would be something that I could understand people being disgruntled and, and disappointed in Unirock has got to be disappointed because he's a fantastic season not his biggest fan but you've got to admit he's been the one one of the few shining lights in, in a rather poor dark soul team yep. um, and it's a shame that he's not going to get that recognition but he has earned himself a call up for the national team for the East Asian Cup yep speaking of call ups breaking news Kim Dong Joon of Songnam has been called up to replace the boy from Vissel who I guess is pulled out yeah ok so Kim Dong Joon will be at the East Asian Cup ok um, did you see the, uh, the squad overall? Uh, I thought it was quite interesting because uh, I think he said he was going to pick only young players and then he went with a lot of players that were on military service and were old. Old. Uh, interesting, he picked a lot of talks about Wang Bong, the Dejong boy who's moved to Asan, right? The, the, the who's at his police service now, right? Yeah. If he wins the East Asian Cup, it turns out that there's actually um, uh, basically if you are doing your military service yeah. and you win one of those tournaments that you well East Asian Cup doesn't count but for example Asian Games right yeah. if you if you win uh, like a medal at, at Asian Games then you're actually discharged from your military service uh, within a short period of time sounds right so you, you don't have which means that Asan might think hey Juan and Bomb we've got a great chance of winning the league next season uh, yeah not a career in the Asian games and you lose undoubtedly what would be your best player right who at that point will be discharged back to Dejan or if they lose if they win the World Cup or when they win the World Cup yeah whatever um, but I think it's interesting that that, that is a rule you know that if you it makes complete sense but which I guess is why why <laughs> you're going to say something anti-Korean now aren't you I'm just going to say you know I guess that's why Egan Oh was so distraught when when, when Korea were getting pumped in uh, in Brazil right um, see the Wookiees back in the squad uh, I've seen that yes can't figure out why but anyway uh, no see what he's done no Guki well I still for that it's the, it's the season cup right but I don't think it would be a time to pick younger players. I thought, you know, like, Zhang <sighs> Donghyun, yeah, like, you know, Moon Changjin, I don't you know, I mean, like, some of these players are, are also there, but I just think uh, they've been, there's other players that you could have picked. I think some of the, the, the kind of players, you know, like, I don't get why the rookie is there, basically, to be perfectly honest. Um, but anyway, as you said, yeah, Kim Dong Joon's called up now, uh, you know, Rock is there. I'll, we both have a little bit of interest in it now whereas pr- prior to that I probably wouldn't have watched it uh, I also saw that the, the centre back from Guangzhou uh-huh. was not picked as it Guangzhou? Shanghai? Anyway, somewhere in the Chinese league Yep. was not picked because he's fat ok that, that, maybe that's what happened to Eden <laughs> you, you didn't see that? I didn't see that no but I mean that, but when you say fat you don't mean F-H-A-T but you mean as in pump yeah he's over, he, he'd been told at the last round of internationals he was overweight and he needed to get back in shape wow uh, so and Tiong said he's not he's not in good enough shape to play effectively so he's been dropped that's well I mean fair play uh, ok um, any other news on the forums or um, no it's the usual chatter about who should have been picked who shouldn't have been picked so ok uh, I guess big news to kind of talk about is that Jonathan did not win the shoe in award for MVP, even though he is undoubtedly the best player in the K League. Uh, I went to EJ Sung. Don't know he's the best player in the K League. Yeah, whatever. He's the most valuable player. He was the the most important player yeah. to his team. Yeah, that's kind of sure what MVP means, right? Um, I mean, had he not got injured, would Sue won be in the FA Cup final? Would Sue won be further up the league? Who knows? Probably. Probably. I mean, he played in the FA Cup semi-final, but you know, b- 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 what I mean is like, you know, had he been not out injured, maybe he'd have contributed more in that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, unfortunately, but I guess, yeah, we went to a, a John Book clean sweep. Manager was Che, MVP was E.J. Song, and young player was Minje. Yeah, I think so. Okay. 
Um, just talking about MVPs and stuff, there was a, a K League 11 of the season announced, which is voted for by officially accredited journalists. Okay. So one for the. Who did you vote for? <laughs> one for the one for the classic, one for the challenge, uh, and there were some shenanigans apparently. Okay. So uh, the way it works is that each team gets to nominate their best eleven in a preferred formation. And for example, in the case of Suwon, they nominated Yom Ki Hoon as their left winger, despite the fact that he's been playing. Been right wing. He's been playing up front as a, yeah. a top two all yeah. season. But they figured out that if they nominated him as a top two, he wasn't going to get anywhere. So they nominated him as a left wing where there's left co- less competition. And he subsequently made the K-League <laughs> best 11 as a left winger. Even though he doesn't play left wing. Even though he doesn't play left wing. Uh, Korea. So there was that. And then in terms of the challenge, the big, the big controversy was that one journalist writing for a small publication, he goes to, uh, to watch a lot of the games in the ground and sits in the... the the reporter seats and does his bit and writes the reports and he said that there's like 130 people who are eligible to vote in this but in most of the like 90% of the, the challenge games he's been to he's not seen a single other reporter at these games but he himself is like from an independent publication so he doesn't have a right to vote so who are all these people who have a right yeah. to vote and if they're not watching games how are they managing to vote so his example was the case of uh, the Kyungnam keeper Lee Bomyong. Uh-huh. So he got injured. He had a season-ending injury back in July, so he's not played since then. But he was still selected as the the, the, the challenge goalkeeper of the year. Um, and there was a couple of the cases like that. So players where, in his opinion, there was clearly someone that should have been in yeah. that selected in that position, but they've gone for the let's say the more famous player who's who's. Uh, Performed well in the past, but this year didn't have a particularly good season. Okay. And you actually mentioned Huang Yingbong as one of those. Obviously, had a potentially not a very good season for Tejan this year. Yeah, well, I mean, who could have had a good season for Tejan? They finished bomb, right? But yeah, so there were, in his opinion, there were clear winners in certain positions, but they went with the, the, the history or the okay. past form. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think one of the names that was been touted was why didn't Kim Dong Jun Kim Dong Jun get goalkeeper of the year? Yeah. But having watched like almost thirty thirty Solomon games this year, I'm, I'm not surprised he didn't get it. Um, I think he was he was great last year, um, and I think a lot was expected of him. Well, hope for him this year, but I don't think he's. He, he, he's had a shaky defence in front of him and I think he's looked fragile at times but th- this, this uh, journalist was saying that Kim Dong-jun should have been goalie of the year in the challenge at least more than Lee Bong-young Bo- oh, I would agree more than that but, but my, I would actually to be honest have said that Glory should have got it every game I've watched Elan play Glory has pulled off a world class save in every game I've seen and I've seen a, I haven't seen many, but I've seen enough Elan games. I would say that he definitely in the four games against Songnam, he kept them in all four games. Uh, and I've seen a few other ones as well. I think I would say Glory had a pretty good season. And considering the fact where Elan are and who's in front of him, he probably was involved more, way more than the Jungnam keeper was involved anyway, right? Yeah. Especially considering the fact that Jungnam were on a 13 game unbeaten. That's well, a 13 wins in a row or something crazy, right? Okay. okay. So you mentioned history there. Uh, you mentioned, you know, that uh, people went with the idea of history maybe more more than more than currently. Um, this week's K-Classic, we're going to talk about our, our, our history, our first ever games in the K-League. Okay. Um, do you want to start, Paul? Do you remember your first ever game? I do. My first ever K-League game was back in, I want to say it was the beginning of the 2000 season. Okay. Uh, and it was a game between Puchon SK, as they were then, okay. playing in Mokdong okay. against uh, Ulsan Hyundai okay. Tigers, featuring a certain goalkeeper with various different colours hairs. Ah, he was playing? Yeah. Fantastic. So you got to see the legend? Got to see Gyeongji in my first game. Fantastic. That's why he kept going back, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember the score. Was he playing for the Ulsan Tigers, I guess? Yeah, he was playing for the Tigers at that time. Yeah. Okay. So that was before SK moved down to Cheju. Yeah. Um, Yeah. In in Mokdong Stadium, which was pretty bleak, pretty cold. Okay. 
Um, yeah. And what was it about that game that enticed you to go back to the other K League games and continue for the for the next eighteen years almost? It, it didn't. I didn't go back for quite a while. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so that was okay. my first. I think my second game was probably about two years later. <laughs> okay, maybe I should have picked that question beforehand. Yeah. Okay, I understand. Okay, sweet. Okay. I, I went back from time <coughs> to time. At, at the time, right, there was obviously no. No K League team in Seoul. Yeah. Well, Puchon was Puchon name and playing in Mokdong, so. But it was still kind of inconvenient to get to. Um, Anyang was like seemed like miles and miles away. Yeah. I didn't, didn't realise how close it actually is, but yeah. look at on a map. It looks it like really far. Yeah. Seems like really far. Anything. It's actually closer than Tanchon. Yeah. It's actually like 25 minutes on the subway. So yeah. I probably could have gone there. Yeah. And then I could have been one of those. People who's spewing about. If you so, yeah. instead of being the person who's been spewed on. Yeah. Okay. But okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, mine, my first game uh, was in the World Cup Stadium. Yep. Uh, I sat in the stand that is now occupied by the V Girls <coughs> in the top tier, as the top tier was open back then because there was actually people who went to the games. It was in 2007. And it was FC Seoul, obviously, versus, as they were then, Chunyang. Yeah. Not, none of this romanisation so we can get a derby. Um, and what I remember most about it was, well, Seoul fans singing and dancing and being generally obnoxious, but at that point in time, it was kind of funny. Um, but what I remember most was the, the Chunyang banner, which said... Um, uh, something like, yellow till we die, we will follow you everywhere. And there was like five people holding it up, <laughs> which I thought was really ironic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we will follow you everywhere, and you won't even travel up the up the up the uh, highway. Yeah. Um, game finished. I want to say it finished like one or two now. So there was definitely goals. Um, I, I remember that was back in the days. I, I would literally roll over in my grave if if I did this now. But that was back in the days where I would wear my Celtic top to uh, Keeley games oh my god <laughs> I hate seeing people in their home country team top it drives me crazy now but back then it, it just made sense and I didn't really see any problem with it how long did it take you to buy a soul shirt? Uh, I actually did buy one that season um, I never actually wore it but I actually did buy it um, where is it now? Uh, actually, I gave it away to uh, one of the church Christmas uh, collections for the homeless. That, that, that's not a joke. I actually gave it away. My 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 wife's church. I gave it to her a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and she gave it to so, so some homeless guy walking around with with an SU soul top with Addy on the back of it. <laughs> Addy was playing that night. Um, I remember that. Uh, don't really remember much more about any of the other players, to be honest. Um, it wasn't long after that I remember. I do. I, I don't remember it being a super match, but it must have been because I saw God, the 2002 goalkeeper. Oh, E. Yeah, Young J. Young J. Young J. I saw him in a game, and I don't know how I saw him in a game because I thought he finished his career at so one. But I, I, I remember seeing him at some point in 2007 as well. I used to go to the games with a, an American guy called Keith who didn't understand the rules of soccer, yeah. so I, I introduced him to soccer. Um, and uh, yeah, I remember as I said, I used, to, I used to wear my Celtic top. So after the game, Koreans would run up to me and hug me and take photographs because they they recognised the the Chaudhary. No, this is way before the days of Chaudhary. Key joined. Key joined just during that season. Yeah, because yeah. he joined not he so long after I started going to Solgate. Yeah, he joined in 2000. And I wish he joined in the Christmas of 2008. I yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Key joined. I was in Korea when Key joined. But, um, I think he joined Christmas 2008. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, people still still recognised, you know, the, the kind of Celtic colours and Celtic top and stuff. 2007 champions were Pohang Steelers. Okay. Runners up Songnam Ilhwa Chonma. I didn't know Songnam at that time. 2000 champions were Anyang LG Cheetahs. Okay. Runners up were Puchon SK. Okay. So you, you said that the 2000 champions were Anyang LG Cheetahs. Yep. Do you include that in the SUSO trophy hall? Do I? You, I'm saying. Me, you. Per, me personally? You personally. Probably. No. 
Okay, but the club does, right? Certain aspects they're required to by yeah. K League. By K League, right? Okay, uh, I think there's one more thing that you want to talk about, Paul. I I noticed that your 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 lips are a little bit rosier than normal, and you're smelling a little bit nicer, and, uh, and there's a lovely little bow in your hair. Yeah. Um, anything you want to tell me? You've been shopping anywhere special? At the uh, FC Soul shop. <laughs> so FC Soul are literally just trying to exploit everyone in Korea, right? They're, they're mega storing it nowadays. They're mega storing it, right? So they've brought out a range of. I think we discussed this a couple of weeks ago. They brought out some perfume. I think it was on Twitter that we talked about this. Some lip balm. Some lip balm. Baby grows. Ba- there's no baby grows. Bibs. Bibs. Pants. Pants. Can I get you some FC Soul pants for Christmas? Uh, no, but the bib I'm assuming is for uh, some of the state that, that, that their fans get in uh, for their their uh, their uh, man young their their, their man one uh, poja matches afterwards. Sorry, I can't remember where that was. Um, it's, it's, it's a shame because if, if ex podcast host Stevie was still here, yeah, he could do with an FC Soul bib. <laughs> have you seen that meet? Um but yeah um, so have you bought anything not yet but uh, I would consider buying a pair of FC Soul pants ok why not let me show you a picture uh, of you and your pants so, so what b- before you buy them or after before ok so in the store right in the store yeah, as opposed to at any point in time you must show my picture and the pants are the, are the boxers the skin tight boxes. Oh wow! That, no, no, that, that's I'm just seeing things that I don't want to see. <laughs> I'm just imagining things now. They come in a in a, a, sh- a short version, a long version. Oh wow! I've seen some of the Diablos. Okay, so did it come in female version as well? Oh wow! That's that that, that model wasn't perfect. Um, Oh wow! But anyway, uh, thank God this is a podcast and, and, and not a Facebook live video. That's all I can say. Um, okay, You're so blushing, Mark. <laughs> that's, that's not blushing. Okay, so outro music, but shopping related. The um, you want to talk more about this? No, I was saying that the, the baby grows not yeah. too bad, right? I mean, t- to be perfectly honest, I mean, I have been knocking it, but let's be perfectly honest, that's pretty class. And I, I, they, expanding into that area, I think is good. It kind of it shows a bit more marketing. It shows a bit more promotion at the key league. And yeah, fair play to FC Seoul for doing something like that. And uh, as as we mentioned with the K League's broadcast, even if we're not interested, we should go and watch it just to make sure they keep doing it. Mm-hmm. So even though you're not interested, I expect you to go and buy an FC Seoul baby grow for so that they'll sort of keep thinking of this as a legitimate uh, marketing opportunity. Um, no. <laughs> I may buy a bib, as I said. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's just, kind of just before we get on to the outro. Yep. Do you not think you, you don't want to talk about the second leg of the playoffs and the second leg of the ACL Champions League final? Um, 30 e- seconds. ACL final, finish 1 1. 1 all, finish 1 all in Saudi. Yurabo uh, will win at home. In the cold. In the cold, in September. Okay. And playoff final. To be honest, if I read the playoff final was done and dusted after that, after the captain who shouldn't have been playing scored, uh, my interest was gone at that point. Uh, for me, Puzan should be two or three up. Well, maybe she should have scored two or three goals. Uh, I think Sangju will, will, will see it out. Okay. I don't. I don't think Puzan can overturn that. I just don't think. I think they're a good enough team to overturn it, but I, I don't know. I just think that it, it's cold, it's freezing cold, and I just don't think Pusan will be able to overturn a 1 deficit. Okay. I think Sanjo will score down there, and I think I might finish one each. Okay. Okay. Paul, your predictions? ACL final? Uh, I, I assume Rao are going to win. Okay. Uh, I can't see. I mean, East Asia have dominated for the last few years. I can't see that changing yep. after the first leg. And playoffs? Playoffs. Um, I'm going to go with Sangji to win. Okay. Just because I like being a contrary sword. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, so if there's nothing else to add, shall we? You know, talk about ex host Stevie's new venture. Ah, yeah, Stevie's opened a shop, selling Christmas. Food? Selling, well, it seems only selling Christmas food because it's Christmas. Yeah. And then after that, he'll revert to regular food. Thank God he, he shelved that 25 kilos, right? Otherwise, he'd have been eating, eating himself out of home and 
house and shop. So, in his own words, he's open a posh grocer. So, if you're in the vicinity of whatever he is, Glasgow, or is he still in England? He's still in England. Then pop along. Yep. Buy a, a uh, podcast endorsed mince pie. Yep. And we'll take it out with some appropriate theme music. But we don't. Before we take it out with the theme music, we, we don't know. If, we don't know about the name of it, but we do believe he's called it Forty Shades of Tat. <laughs> take it away, Paul.